episode of Dum 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 Die, an all-female, all-awesome, role-playing D&D podcast set in my home resetting of Kalendos. And as you could have heard by that, um, I'm going to say it was a ghostly choir, but you know, um, we are doing a special Halloween episode. <laughs> was that bats, Kristen? Yes. Ah, bats. <laughs> So, um, to introduce the one shot, it was me. I introduced the one shot, that, uh, Carla, the GM. Sorry, it's been a while. <laughs> and we're going to go around the table introducing our players, starting from my right, which is Wednesday. Hi there, I'm Wednesday. I play Xantelarian. He's scared, but he's sexy. Hi, I'm Nicole, and I play Darby. <laughs> Hello, my name is Kirsten, and I play Oriel. Hi, I'm Kurt, and I play Rain. Right. <laughs> and our one shot begins as our adventurers decide to go to sleep for the night with a half gnome, well, a gnome half off the bed, and we have a half orc, a dwarf, and a half elf on the bed. Well, one decides to go outside to, I believe it was practice magic? Wink. Wink. As you all begin to fall asleep, except for obviously Kirsten, who's playing uh, Oriel. Oriel. <laughs> except for Kirsten, who's playing Oriel, you start to feel a very heavy sensation as you begin to fall asleep. The bed is, considering the fact that you're all piled on the bed, is it's extremely soft. And as you fall into sleep, you wake up. And you feel extremely refreshed as all three of you wake up as well as Conifern. What do you do? Ah, that was restful. Indeed. But did we sleep the whole day? He points outside as you can see that it is still quite clearly nighttime. Obviously that drink wasn't as strong as I thought it was. This bed is so comfortable. You realise that the bed is comfortable, but not as comfortable as it was when you lay down, so it's not making you feel sleepy anymore. All right, um, let's go get something to eat. Yeah, I can totally go for something to eat. He starts to walk and he stops, um, and then he rushes over to the window, and he, he turns around and he looks back at you and he's like, um... So when we went to sleep, there was a blood moon, right? And he's pointing outside the window. I guess. No idea. Why? Um, because there's like a, a really big one now. And he points, and as you all look out the window, you see a giant blood moon. So the moon has turned into a an orange color that is seeping in the bottom with a deep, dark red. It almost looks like the top of the moon's color is seeping into the bottom and pooling there. It Also, from, from where you are in the room, you think the moon is way bigger than it should be from the vantage point you're looking at it. You know what they say about full moons? The ladies always come out at full moon. I think we should go outside. Um, I'm just going to go back to sleep. So Conifer goes, gets into the bed, and he's like, uh, wake me when it's morning. Has Oriel got back yet? 
When did she leave? Didn't she go to practice her magic? Yeah, but how long have we been... Okay, I'm confused. How long have we been been sleeping? You hear in the background a a faint um, sound. Everyone roll perception for me. Everyone is nodding no. Everyone's just laughing. I rolled a one. A one. So you hear Conniverance heavy breathing. (laughs) What did you roll, Harvey? 21. 21. You hear a faint thumping sound in like quick succession, but you're you're unsure what it could be. What did you roll, Ray? Five. You hear in the distance what could be wolves howling, possibly. Um, let's go find Oriel. Zant, let's go. Yeah? I was already halfway out the door. <laughs> you guys can't leave me. I'll, I'll just stay here. <laughs> and Conifer goes to sleep. He has spread himself completely over this bed, which was large enough to hold all four of you, so he's really stretching. <laughs> Do you guys all leave the room? Yes. Yes. As you open the door, it... It starts to creak slowly open, which is confusing considering you gave it quite a, quite a shove to open it. And the door creaks open and you look and you didn't notice it last night, but the sconces on the walls are, are flickering and there seems to be a lot more sconces on the corridor walls where the rooms are. Maybe that drink was strong enough. Where are you guys going? Um, are, we, are we? We're making our way outside, uh, outside right? Yep. Right. Okay. You're so. going to go down the steps? Yeah. As you go down the steps, you start to see, as you get to the second level of the, well, the ground level of the inn, it starts to become darker. So wherever the sconce light doesn't um, reach, it almost appears that the darkness becomes Deep, so you can't look into it and gauge shapes or anything. So you, you're judging by what you know the inn looks like. Are you going to head for the door? Indeed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. As you go towards the door, everybody roll perception for me. 19. 17. 10. 10. All right. So... Um, Wednesday, your character hears a sound, and Rain and Dobby, you hear quite blatantly the the a sound of horses' hooves and a horse um, panting. As you open the door, the door, this door as well, starts to creak slowly open. Once again, disproportionate to how hard you've pushed the door. And as it creaks open, you see the street is bathed in almost a, an amber glow from the blood moon. There's no one on the street. Um, is someone messing with my ho- horses? Are those my horses that I'm here? Do you hear that? Does anyone hear that? I hear that. If it's horses, it's probably Oriel. Probably. Uh, what are you guys going to do? You're standing on the edge of the doorway. There's still a bit of porch and then it's the street. I run outside to look for my horses. As you begin to run, you run past the doorway, and as you run to the edge of the porch, you find yourself running back from the staircase, running past the door again. 
until you realize you've ran and then we're running from the stairs again. So I was I was running like I ran towards the porch and then I found myself like on the stairs as if I just left the room. Mm-hmm. Did you guys just see what happened to me? <laughs> like I was running out and I'm back here. Like, did anyone see that? Did we see that? You saw Rain running and it, it looked like she flickered for a moment and then you saw her coming up from behind you. So we did see her run past us. You did see that. I saw that. That's weird. Everyone roll perception for me. Eight. Twenty-four. As you look towards where Rain came running from, um, Dobby, you see something on the floor. It looks like it's almost wrapped, started to wrap itself around uh, Zantalarian's foot. And you see something snaking out from the darkness inside, trying to reach for rain as rain is coming past. The other two of you, you're seeing nothing. Zan, something is trying to get you. What are you talking about? Rain, you as well. Uh, I don't see anything. I don't don't feel anything. You you very vividly see, uh, it looks like, it, it looks almost like a, a thin, uh, long, it could be a rope. I mean, it's, it's quite dark where it's going. And it seems that the darkness is traveling with the vine. And it's traveling up Zantalarian's leg. It's probably to his, just past his calf now. And Rain is starting to wrap around both her legs. Uh, Darby casts Ray of Frost to both. Of those Are you going to cast Ray of Frost? Yeah, but just it? to that specific, just in those areas, not like... So are you going to cast that? it at, like, at Zan's feet and at Rain's feet, or are you going to cast it next to their feet where you assume it's coming from? Next to? Okay, so while Darby gets ready to roll her attack, I'm going to give you a, um, the rules for this, this one shot. Uh, everyone's health points... Are now, what is your max health points? So it's your max health points plus your intelligence modifier. So that is your hit points for this evening. Plus the intelligence, so plus it's intelligence modifier. Yes. So that's either like a plus one or a minus. Intelligence modifier or the actual number of intelligence? No, so intelligence modifier. So it'll be a ah, plus one sorry, or plus ah. two or plus three. Can't have hit points for days, so yo. It's this. <laughs> I thought if we weren't needing hit points for days, it's like something's going to kill you. Okay. So mine is, or do you write it down? Sorry. Hold on. Well, I'm just going to keep my normal hit points okay. because I don't have a modifier for it. You have no int. I have not. Can I yeah, because I mean, like, int is a dump stat. Who needs int? <laughs> yeah. So what is your attack like it's instantaneous. It is ranged. A frigid beam of blue-white light streaks towards Plus the creature five. within range. Make a ranged spell attack. Then take 1d8 call damage. Okay, plus 5. Okay, and so roll d20 plus 5. Mm-hmm. She definitely hits. 20, 23? 20, 22. 22. As you cast Ray of Frost, you manage to... Um, because you've been watching this this thing crawl up their legs, you manage to 
guess quite accurately where you think it comes from. And as you cast Ray of Frost, a shining white light shoots from your hands and goes past them. And as it passes what's wrapped around both their ankles, you see blatantly for a second that it definitely looks like vines. And it shoots into the darkness where the light starts to get absorbed, but the vines start to retract back in, towards the end. Did you guys see that? You would have seen that. Uh, nice save, Darby. Well done, old man. Old you man. hear in the background <laughs> horses once more. Um, okay. I need to check on my horses, but I think I want to go upstairs to go get my stuff because I didn't take anything with me. I need some weapons. We need some weapons. What I think kind we should all go together. Are you? <laughs> As you're standing on the on the porch talking, you start to notice that the amber glow from the moon has started to dissipate, and the street is becoming pitch black. Except, you think in the distance there's two pinpoints of 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 a flickering light. I think we should head towards the horses because if Oriel's there, I don't know how well she deals with the dark. Okay. You guys go for the horses. I mean, I'm going to go get weapons. I don't think we should go. We can't save Oriel without anything because we didn't take anything. <laughs> I'm always prepared. Okay. I'm going to go upstairs but to get my stuff. Is that a good idea, Rain? You literally just ran around in a circle. Okay, let's stick together. Let's go. Let's go towards the horses. Okay, I'm okay. going to sexily walk towards where the sound <laughs> of the horses is coming from. As you start to, albeit sexily, jaunt down off the porch into what appears to be pitch black street, you find yourself back at the bottom of the staircase and starting to walk towards the doorway where you can see Rain and Darby, the back of Rain and Darby. Maybe I need to stop drinking so much. It's not the drink, guys. Something's happening. Okay, maybe let's try a different approach. Let's not go towards the horses. Um, let's see if we can go back upstairs and explore one of the rooms, right? See what's happening inside the inn. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, says Zantelarian, from inside the inn, from the steps, uh, the two of you are going to enter the inn? Yes. Yeah. As you enter, the door starts to swing shut very slowly, creaking. As it does so, the outside turns pitch black. This looks like a bad horror story. <laughs> okay. Are you guys, what are you going to do? Go up the stairs. Yeah. So we go up the stairs. As you head up the stairs, uh, roll perception for me. 16. 17. You hear a definite slithering sound coming from the bottom of the staircase. Start to run up the stairs very fast. Start to run up the stairs? <laughs> Darby's following. You do so. As you uh, rain. I have a question. Wednesday, sorry. Um, sorry, I can see in the dark. You, me too. Yes. Oh, so can, can I, I see anything? No. No. Interesting. But uh, good, good, good try, good try. Mm. <laughs> no, this uh, you you cannot penetrate this darkness with your dark vision. Um, do you do you try? <laughs> do you like specifically? Yes. Okay, so 
as you are going up the stairs and you start to hear the slithering sound and you specifically really try to look into the darkness, you feel as you're looking into it that the darkness, so you can see right up until the part where the shade from the sconce comes and then it almost feels like it's a wall of darkness. So it doesn't feel like it flows into the light, if that makes sense. It feels like it abruptly stops and then you can't see past that. The slithering sound is definitely coming from there. Can Darby not do a, like a firebolt, but not co- like attack, just hold it to kind of see? To, to light a light yeah. source? You can do so? Okay, Darby does that. As you flicker some flame into your hand, you see from the darkness, very lightly, you see two tiny, tiny, tiny pink pricks of light in the darkness. And the slithering sound seems to have stopped. Um, can, cause, can I use my divine sense to see if it's good or evil? You can. Girl, it's evil. You can. <laughs> so as, as you run up the stairs, you're going to hold your hand out like, oh, you go to evil. <laughs> I don't think I can cast it. I was just like it just divine sense. Oh, you just have the sense. You've got a bad feeling about it. I've got a bad, bad feeling. I told you. Guys, <laughs> <it's a> drop. <laughs> Guys, this ain't good. This is not good. We need, we need to hurry or move away from whatever that thing behind us is. Okay. So Rain is running. Let's go. Running up the stairs Darby towards the room. following. Darby is following. You can probably hold the light, uh, the flame yeah, wall for the, a minute, I'd say. Yeah, well, we have to see where we're running. There's still sconces so. on the wall. So you can see as you walk down the corridor and as you walk, uh, progress through the inn, there's pools of light and it seems to almost lead like a, a straight column towards anywhere you'd want to go in the in the end so like there's a pathway up the stairs there's a pathway down the corner but near the walls is there's patches of darkness where the okay. sconce light won't hit okay so i think darby just creates the fireball for light when there's like just when it's really dark okay yeah. so i'm going to uh take it that you're saying to me now you're going to cast your fireball um, mm. as many times as you can whenever you're in pitch black pitch black yeah cool perfect i'll take that as a given how many times can you cast it? As many times. Oh, it's a cantrip. Yeah. Awesome. Sweet. All right. So, Xantalarin, what are you doing? Um, well, I'm coming up behind them, ladies first, you know. <laughs> um, and I'm looking back from where we've came, where we have come from, just to make sure there's nothing behind us. As you. Look back. So you were staring intently at the at the darkness to see, try and see through it. Then Darby lit her light, and you also saw two pinpricks, which almost seemed disassociated from that darkness. And then when her flame went out, they went out. And then when you looked back to go up the staircase, you definitively heard the slithering more. And then when you looked back, the slithering stopped. Too much alcohol is bad for you. Um, so the stairs that we're running up, is it, um, is it the same? Sorry, I just need to get my bearings. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's like the stairs to the landing where our room is? Yes. Um, okay. And is it, the same, is it the same floor where the old lady was mm-hmm. in? Yeah. So um, 
the it's the floor where there's another two rooms uh, on the one side where your room is, and then there was the what you assume is the tavern owner's room and her husband who was brushing his teeth, okay. and the elven woman, the elven woman, the okay. mis- the tailor, the tailor. Okay. Um, can we run to? Well, okay. Rain suggests that maybe we guys <laughs> let's maybe. Uh, the old lady. Do you think maybe she'll be able to help us? She she seemed to know some stuff. Should we go there? I think we should go to all the rooms and see if anyone can help us. You hear in the background, you hear wolves howling and you think you hear a slight sound coming from your room. Maybe Oriel came back. Guys, this is a horror movie. Do not go where the sounds are. What's you a hear movie? A we are gonna die. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, well, there's sound from behind us. So you you hear definite <coughs> slithering from behind you, and then you hear the horses breathing again, but quite loud this time. Guys, my horses are in the building. We don't know that. Okay. Um, should we go fetch that? No. Because it, it doesn't sound good. Let's, maybe let's just go back to the room. Don't panic. Okay, Zan, what you suggest? Well, let's go back to the room and see if Oriel's back. That's what Rain said. As you all start walking towards the room, you start to walk. Where are you walking? We're running. Okay, where are you running? <laughs> yeah, we're running. It's just like, which means life's not walking. Santa I'm running. is not running. Okay, everyone is running except for Santa Larian, who is sexily walking at a brisk pace. And those are the ones who die first. <laughs> it's true, it's always the sexy ones. Where are you walking? Um, on, in the hallway. In the hallway, but yes. where? In the middle. Oh. In the middle, so in the light. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So if you are, so what's your marching order? So Rain's in front, running, followed by Darby, followed by Zand. Darby's running in zigzags. In in the light? Yes. <laughs> in the light. Yeah, like. As you're running your zigzags, um, which is also not very far because your room is quite near the, the, the stairs landing, you, as you run near to the darkness, you, you almost, Darby, you especially, start to hear the slithering almost continuously. And as you near an edge of the corridor, it gets louder. And then when you approach the light, it gets softer. And then when you approach the edges, it gets louder. You guys all get to the room. Are you opening the door? Going yeah. Inside? yeah open the door and go inside. As you open the door, you see Coniferance leaping on the bed and cuddled up next to him is Oriel. What? I was on the chair. I will have you know. I'm not sleeping next to that little nummy. <sighs> I told you Oriel was back. I mean, didn't you hear horses? Then who's playing these games with us? I think Dobby's scared now. Everybody roll perception for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 13. 6. 11. You can also roll. <laughs> While asleep. Yes. 11. Everyone who is under 12 hears a faint thumping sound. Everyone above 12, is there anyone above 12? Xantelaren, you hear quite definitely, like definitively, 
three knocks. Who is it? <laughs> what? Ah, why is the gnome next to me? Oh no, no, he's so gross. No, get me up. <laughs> he is sleeping quite happily. <sighs> she jumps off the bed and she starts wiping. Aurea, when did you get back? Back where? I've been here the whole time. That's not the point, guys. The okay, point okay. is that there are probably snakes outside the door. Everybody roll Snake. perception for me. Nine. Unnatural 20. 17. As you guys are having this conversation in the room, you see seeping in from the window. It almost looks like it's hands in the shape of the dark. So, like, darkness-shaped hands as they Mm. crawl over the window and start to spread into the room. And the darkness appears to be reaching for each of you. Guys, hands coming through the windows. Evil hands coming through the windows. Take muffin. It's that same stuff from downstairs. As you say that, there appears to be two pinpricks. So the hands have come over and it's starting to spread into shadow with two um, sets of fingertips basically reaching outwards. Um, And slightly further back in the shade is two flickerings of light. Guys, possibly I... I distance apart. Sorry. Out of game question. Are these inside the room or outside the room? The pinpricks of light are on the sill, so they look to be moving in with the shadow as the shadow is approaching inwards. Okay, I throw a dagger. <laughs> you throw a dagger? It's automatic. All right. It is not automatic. <laughs> Six. As you start to raise your dagger... Um, roll your damage for me. Seven. You look at the darkness to see... No, not seven. Not seven. Sorry. Not oh, seven. Not seven. Three. Much better for you. <laughs> <laughs> as you as you raise your dagger and you look deep into that darkness, you feel almost a, a sucking sensation as you, as you looked into the darkness and were drawn to the light, which made you uh, throw off kilter. And as you looked into the two pinpricks, which you know for sure in in your soul you know now are eyes, it almost looked like one flickered and then returned, almost like it was winking at you. Mm -hmm. Take three points of damage to your your sanity points. So your health for this evening is sanity. I don't have much. (laughs) Okay, Uh, Zantalarian winks back. (laughs) Yes, because that's clearly the same thing to do. (laughs) As you went back, you start to feel something crawling up your leg. As Ah. the shadows are starting to permeate the whole room. And the shadows are permeating across the floor. So you can still see everything above uh, probably ankle height. But as the shade comes closer, you're going to lose all visibility. Guys... On the furniture. On the furniture, quick, quick. Jump on the bed. Dobby's on the bed. Furniture. All right. Mm-hmm. As you jump on the furniture, kind of shut up. Look down. And he and he's like, ah, oh, not this again. And he pulls blanks <laughs> of his head <laughs> and he goes to sleep. <laughs> um, so Rain and Darby and Oriel are on the bed. I didn't jump up. You didn't jump up. No, I didn't. Santa Lurian, get on this bed or so help you, I will tell your mother. 
I didn't know you could talk to the dead. I will send you there and hook myself. Please well, if you don't get on the bed, you're going to be dead. See what I did there? As you're having this conversation, everyone starts to see that the shade has covered the entire floor and the pinpricks have moved almost um, disembodied from the shadow, but still in the shadow. So they're not like on the floor. They're, they're floating. As from the shade, a vine starts to wrap itself around Zantalarian's legs and the pinpricks are moving closer and closer towards him. And then everyone very clearly hears three loud knocks. Who is it? Shut up, Santanarin! Um, Rain rushes over to the corner where she was sleeping earlier, and she grabs one of her javelins. As Rain grabs... So Rain goes to grab her javelin, and from the three loud knocks, you definitely hear a horse whinny. And it's definitely coming from downstairs. As the vines are starting to crawl up Zantalaren's legs, there appears to be something glowing coming along with the two light sources. What are you doing? Um, Aurel wants to, wants to stop the vines. Um, so she's going to firebolt around Zantalarian. Okay, so you're going to firebolt into the shadow. Yes. She's okay. just going to like aim wildly into the dark. All right. What do you want to do, Rain? Um, I want to use my... Uh, holding with my whip, with my javelin, I want to kind of... Well, I don't know if I'm doing it right. Sorry, out of game... Out of game creation. Mm-hmm. I want to divine smite it. So basically stab the javelin into the shadow. But I think the way that this thing works is that if I'm holding it, then the divine smite works. Yeah, you're going to have to keep touch of it because it's it's almost the blessing from your belief. It's like the power of my God compels you. That's what I want to do. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. Um, All right. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, thank, thank, thank you, you for whoever. Thank you, MF. Okay, um, so actually, because we're going to do this in order, can everyone roll initiative? No. Not advantage. No. 19. 20. Nat 20. So you will definitely go first. Nat 20. Unless, um, quit rolls. Uh, sorry, I just need to change. Oh, uh, 19. Okay, so Kirsten, Kut. Also 19. 13. Okay. Who has the highest decks between Zantelarian and uh, Rain? I'm going to assume Zant. Zant, 16, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Zant. It'll be Oriel, Zantanarian, Rain, and Darby, mm-hmm. followed by the Vines. The <laughs> Vine. All right. Okay, so Oriel cast Firebolt. End of game question from what we discussed. Am I casting with advantage here or no? Yeah, you can cast with advantage. Okay, cool. 16 plus 6 is 22. As you aim your firebolt, it shoots from the bed and lights up the entire floor around where uh, Zantelarian is standing. And the vines start to retreat, but not before everybody roll perception. Unnatural 20. 19. 8. 7. But not before, uh, because obviously Rain and Oriol were so focused, as the firebolt hit the floor and 
made the vine start to retreat itself, you very clearly saw at least seven pumpkins and one had two eyes. Evil pumpkin! With um, the, the lights were coming from uh, gouged out holes in the pumpkin's face that are holding uh, lights like flames with no source. And can either of you speak infernal? No. No. You hear something quite guttural. Can she comprehend languages while it's talking? It's so short. Okay. It's so short. You hear something extremely guttural uh, emanating from, from one of the pumpkins as they all retreat out the window. Be gone, evil vegetables. Pumpkins? This is why I never like vegetables. Ham is always the way, people. There are three knocks at the door. Xantelarian opens the door. It's the corridor. The knocks are definitely coming from the, the main door. The main door? Yes. As in downstairs? Mm-hmm. Xantelarian, don't you dare think about going down those stairs. I can't deal with knocking. People should just come inside. Put on We don't want that thing to come inside. The, the wind starts to blow through the window and it starts to blow quite heavily and starts to become almost a gale force that's blowing through the, the, the room. Mm-hmm. And you think you can hear the sound of slithering from the window. Look, I am going to march downstairs and I'm going to open that door. And you ladies and Darby are welcome to stay here if you'd like. But I am a little bit disappointed. Something was getting a little bit frisky with me and now it isn't anymore. I'm going to open that door. Fine. I'm going to deal with whatever snake thing is inside this room. Um, Zant, do you need some backup? Darby, will you be okay with Oriole? It's fine. I'll deal with the pansy. Oh. Darby's gonna go downstairs with Zan. <laughs> so Oriole's now fizzed off. Okay, so Zant and Darby are heading downstairs with rain. With rain, and Oriole is in the room alone mm. with Kanathan. Oh yeah, Kanathan's sleeping in the bed. All right, as you guys as you guys exit the room, the door to the room slams shut. <laughs> guys, this isn't funny. No one asked you to stay there. We didn't do it. Why did she slam the door? That was so unnecessary. That wasn't me. I will never understand women. Okay, um, Rain tries to open the door. Mm. Uh, give me a strength check. 11. As you brace yourself to pull the door, you feel like this should have opened it, but the, the door refuses to budge. And when you look down to the door... It seems like the shadow that was falling there from the sconces, because it's on the edge of the corridor, the shadow seems to be starting to be sucked into the room. Okay. Um, so she... Okay. I can't deal with this anymore. I'm going to run downstairs and open the door. All right. I'm going to stay here and try to open this door. Or it was going to try to wave the room. <laughs> <laughs> does does Darby see this the thing sucking into the room? Uh, were you looking at the door? Yes. Well, if you were looking at the door, you could see that the shadows were getting 
pulled in towards the room. Can Dobby cast a um, shocking grasp? On? Onto that. Does it have to be a living thing? <laughs> You're going to shock the door. You've you got to touch something. Well, it's, if it's a creature, well, it says it just comes from my hand. So shocking I grasp usually to... has to be a touch attack. So you'd have to place your hand on yep, the shadow. Yeah, Darby does that. So, all right. Um, let's roll for initiative. Oh, shit. Six. Nine. Okay. Uh, Oriel's on nine. Mm. Darby's on six. Four, 15. Rain is on 15. 21. And uh, Zant is on 21. All right. So, uh, after Rain tried to pull the door open, Zant heard the knocking. And I'm going downstairs and I'm opening the door. How are you going down the stairs? I'm going to run down the stairs and open the door because it's just, it's annoying, man. What part of the stairs? The center part. All right. As you run down the corridor and down the center part of the stairs, you realize that it is very dark down here and I'll let you get to the door. You won't have time <laughs> Before to Before I kill it. you. <laughs> okay. All right. Rain. Um, rain... Um, she still has her javelin with her. Mm-hmm. So she is going to divine smite the door. The door. Mm-hmm. She's going to try to drive her, her javelin into the door with the divine smite, hoping that it'll... All right, roll to attack. I think you also get like plus three for divine smiting. Oh, sorry, it's, sorry, it's not divine smite, it's searing smite. That's what it's called. Oh okay. my God. So uh, 17. As you take your javelin and you drive it into the door, it sinks through the wood, almost like it's going through hot butter. As the wood starts to melt away from the the javelin, but the javelin is remaining in place. Mm-hmm. And so the entire door has now disappeared. And But your da- javelin is remaining in place. It's half in the room and half out the room. Okay. Floating in midair. Okay. And um, the, the shadow seems to be retreating more quickly in towards the room. That brings it to Oriel. Thunder wave! <laughs> Damn it, no wild magic. Uh, everything in the room needs to make a saving throw. Knuffin. <laughs> <laughs> Including the greasy gnome. As um, you hear from, from the bed, you hear, It's not real. It can't. Um, and you cast Thunderwave, and it spreads throughout the room. And as the it starts to reverberate around the room, it almost hits the tip of the javelin and starts to sear back with added light. Mm. And it starts to give that smell of ozone as it sears through the room, not damaging anything physically, but every part where there was shadow is lit. So every single part of this room is now very well lit. So even under the bed is is light. So there's no shadow anywhere. You don't even have a shadow cast that you're casting. Okay. Do you need me to actually roll damage or no? (laughs) (laughs) Take that, Shadow. All right. That That brings it to Darby. Well, now there's no shadow. You're not in the room with me. (laughs) There is no shadow in the room. There's still shadows in the passage. There's a floating javelin. 
what you mm. want to do. Is it like, is out of, yeah, okay. Is the darkness outside like a, outside the room, like a not normal kind of darkness or? So outside is it just the room like, as in the passage? Yeah, in the passage. Outside the room as in outside the room. Outside the room, like in the passage. In the passage. So uh, where the sconce uh, light hits, um, it's it's normal light. Uh, it's by candlelight, so it's obviously not the brightest. And as it's the candlelight um, radius starts to fade, it goes into like that slight shadow where you can still see some stuff because it's not that dark. And then it almost goes into a pitch blackness. Can you roll perception for me? it's there there does seem to be a change in the in the shadow from shadow to darkness definitely there appears to be so darby's gonna go and just place his hand where that darkness is and cast um shocking grasp all right cast it for me so you reach into the nearest darkness section against Mm. the passage and as you place your hand there you feel something almost fleshy but mm. it's your hand is flush against the wall, but it feels like there's something circular in your hand. Cast shocking grasp for me. What is that? Four, nine. You you had gone there with the intention to cast shocking grasp, but as you placed your hand there and you started to see that you couldn't see the edge of your hand anymore, once it reached into that darkness and you felt the fleshiness. You almost lost some of your nerve as the fleshy thing starts to move and wrap itself around your hand. Please take three psychic damage. All right. That brings us to Zant. Um, I open the door and I say, welcome to this lovely inn. As you open the door, you come face to face with oh, a pitch black with a slight blue sheen to it. Horses more that smells of fetid, rotting corpses as it has its yellow teeth bared to you and it in your face. As it does so, you can almost smell stench and the stench of decaying corpses mixed with that, that uh, copper smell of, of blood. And as you look up, you see a jack-o'-lantern sitting at head height of where the, the horse's rider would be. Excuse me, sir, but um, usually we don't bring our horses into the inn with us. I mean, Oriole might at some point, but um, that's not really normal. The, the rider on the horse, you see from behind the horse's maw, a, a skeletal arm reaching up wearing almost a black piece of cloth. And it starts to point up the corridor. And you start to see vines coming in from the porch, leading upwards. That brings it to rain. Um, Your javelin is floating, but this room is extremely well lit. Yeah. Outside is... It's, it's an ex- a stark contrast. So the front half of your javelin is well-lit hospital, hospital lighting. Like there's not a single shade anywhere. 
but then the other half starts to fade into candle sconce lighting and then around you is darkness on the edges of the corridor where the sconces don't hit. And um, the door... So, so the door's gone. The door's gone, just like gone. a javelin. So there's a javelin. Mid-air. So if you were to go into the room, you'd have to like inch past your javelin. Uh, but wouldn't I still be holding it? Because it was a... You are still holding okay. the end. So I pull it out and I say, Oriole, I will... I'm not sure if you can even see me. Because, well, I can see into the room. Can't you? Oh, yeah, okay. the doors faded away. <laughs> Look what I did. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay, cool. I'm glad you did. I'm not sure Knuffin's okay. And nah. she looks down. <laughs> he is 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 mumbling, but he he seems to be all right. Yeah, he's fine. All right. Okay. Um. Then what Rain does is you're you're okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. So maybe we sh- she like let's go see what Zanti's doing. He doesn't seem quite right. Probably done something stupid knowing my cousin. As you two exit the room, you see Darby leaning into the darkness, but you can't see past his elbow. His, he, he looks like he's elbow deep, one elbow into the darkness. What are you doing, Darby? Darby wants to. I'm sorry, guys. That is the way to explain it. You what? are elbow deep, deep in darkness. <laughs> Name of the episode. <laughs> Darby wants to use his other hand. Um, to also get Elbow Deepin. <laughs> <laughs> to cast a Ray of Frost, but not on his hand, like around his hand. All right, cast it. Uh, 90, no, no, 21. As you cast Ray of Frost... Once again, that searing cold light hits against the wall and creates a splattering of icicles that freeze a little bit of tendrils. And you can see retreating from that and retreating from your hand is a tendril and another pumpkin, but it just has gouged out eye holes, but it has no lights in it. And once again, do you speak Infernal? No. Uh, roll, roll, um, roll Arcana for me. 17. Okay. As you, uh, and roll Perception for me as well. Uh, unnatural 20. As you shot that ray of frost, you, you gave enough light and with the sconce to almost see where your where your hand was and where the vine was wrapped, that material you put on, there seemed to be a, a shadow of a, of a figure in that, possibly a, possibly a figure with, with horns. But as the, the vines pulled away, the pumpkin seemed to, a guttural sound came from it. And you understood what the guttural sound meant, and it felt like this—the understanding—came from your your material. And as the vine pulled away, and the the pumpkin with the gouged-out eyes pulled away, it said, "So it's not in common, mm-hmm. but you can understand the the feeling okay. of what um of what was said, and the feeling it gave you was, we only need one." We're what? It's the feeling you got. 
<laughs> creeped out feeling. Your hands are totally free. Um, can the three people upstairs please roll? No, actually, you don't even need to roll perception. As you start to smell a stench of, of, of corpses permeating up from the staircase. Zant, what are you doing? I'm the the horse's moor is, is, it appears to be salivating with a, an almost yellowed mucus <laughs> from the edges of its maw. Okay, um, I'm going to step to the side and give a, a flourishy bow and say, well, after you then, it looks like you have friends upstairs. <laughs> as, <laughs> as you step to the side, the, the horse ducks slightly to get through the door and takes three steps in. And as it turns its face to you, you see that... Only the face is fully formed of the horse. The rest of the horse seems to be made of um, shadow and shadow cloaked around the almost what would be the skeleton shape of the horse. And astride the horse is a is a skeletal um, male who doesn't have a head, but instead is has a floating jack o' lantern on top. He raises his hand and strokes your face please take five points of psychic damage see you just because you just let people keep touching you and as he strokes your face it almost feels like he is he he starts to um almost touch it as a blind person would touch your face almost to see how how long your face is and he begins to touch the the jack-o'-lantern with the other side of his hand you see slithering past you, going past you as numerous uh, pinpricks of light and shadows flooding into the inn. I'm having some kind of interesting deja vu of Dobby having his hand in my <laughs> pants. Not feeling very comfortable right now. So I think I'm just going to sit down I'm right here where I am. Zant, as you... Uh, Attempt to sit down. Uh, the skeletal hand holds you, holds your face up. You would need to give it some force to sit down, to break from his grasp. Um, I'm going to pull out my short sword and knock his hand off because, look, I've had it with men touching me, man. <laughs> Roll to attack. As you guys, are you going to the stairs? Yes. As you come to the top of the stairs, you look down, you see um, multitudinous vines and quite a lot of shade heading up the stairs, as well as a pitch black horse with a gaping maw that is salivating mucus. And then atop it, you see a, a, a horseman without a head, but instead has a jack-o'-lantern on top, reaching and touching... Um, Zantalarian's head and with one skeletal hand and touching his own head with the other. As Zantalarian pulls out his sword and... Roll the four. Holds it up to the light <laughs> of the blood moon which shines in from the outside. It almost appears to um, shine a directed light into the room. And so around the blood moon that you can see in the distance outside, it's pitch black. <laughs> 
So you can only see the, the shaft of light from the blood moon. That's amber. That's falling in into the room. Damn it, Zan. What Dobby tell you about going to places where the noises are? No one touches my cousin but me. That brings it to rain. Keeping the whole initiative. <laughs> Why is it um, always so wrong? Um, so she, uh, rain, because the, the still got Dobby, um, uh, sorry, Zantelarian in, in his hand. This thing, right? Mm -hmm. So um, she's going to take one of her axes. A battle axe and throw it at the head, the light head. You're gonna throw it at the lantern. Okay, mm -hmm. roll to attack. Okay, nine. <laughs> Even with that, um, as you raise your raise your axe, you are aiming at the jack o' lantern, and from down the corridor, something catches your eyes as you turn to see a. A large hulking figure at the rooms of where the, the tailor and the owners of the tavern is, as the hulking figure does gems, 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 gems. It appears to look around and disappears. And that obviously distracted you as you aimed your axe and it just landed near the edge of one step. It did hit a vine though, which began to retreat a little bit, but then all the other vines continued on carrying on. Oriel. Uh, question, did Oriel also see the gems, 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 gems? Person? Yes. Okay. You saw a hulking figure. She's, she's now conflicted between the horse and the, and the gems person. The smell of rotting corpses is extremely strong. And as you look at the floor, the vines are writhing within the shadow, almost sitting on top of the shadow that is starting to permeate the entire bottom floor of the inn. Okay. And you see maybe 10 sets of pinpricks si on the floor. The size of the pinpricks... Can she gauge what kind of size? Because she she realizes that they're eyes, um, but she's trying to like assess on how big this creature these creatures could be with the with the pinpricks, like the distances between. Well, I mean, you did see that there were pumpkins, but I mean, pumpkins can grow to any size. Various sizes. Okay, her pure hatred of vegetables means she's going to follow after the trims, trims, trims thing. All right, so. Uh, Oriel decides, nope, and heads down the corridor. <laughs> she also she also looks at the vine. She's like, don't make me do that again. I'm watching you. They don't seem perturbed by that. Yeah. They carry on up the stairs. <laughs> As Darby, um, you Dar see Zant is holding up his sword into the light. It's catching the blood moon. As the skeletal figure is holding his face as well as holding his own head. Darby says to Zand, how many times must I save you? And then he casts Firebolt to the skeleton's face. Yeah. Cast it. It's spell attack bonus, hey? Mm -hmm. 18. Roll a corner for me. 14. 
as you aim your firebolt, it flies into the room, lighting up the shadows, and as it passes all the vines, you can see that there's at least 10 medium-sized pumpkins with uh, pinpricks, but in amongst that is smaller pumpkins with uh, gouged out holes, uh, waiting for something. And as it sails past the horse's maw, you see that it flies past the horse's face and the horse's Ha only has eye sockets. There's no eyes in the horse's um, head. And your firebolt was aimed true and was heading towards uh, the jack-o'-lantern atop the horse's headless horseman. And the fire got sucked into his eye sockets as they <clears throat> flared even, even um, brighter and continued to burn that bright. But he did drop his hand from um, Xantelarian's face and started to point take the hand that was resting on his own head and start pointing it towards you. See what I do when I save him. For and that. From Arcana, you would, you would feel like maybe fire is, is no. good for them. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Mm. <laughs> Just a thought. With that Arcana roll, you would feel that after, after seeing it, you would feel that creating fire fire uh, helps them. Zant. For that, I will forgive you for touching my gold. <laughs> what are you going to do? Your sword um, is up in the air. His hand is off your face. The floor is writhing with vines. You see up at the top of the staircase, Rain and Darby. Go back upstairs. <laughs> Please make a dexterity. At, uh, acrobatics, sorry. Seven. You, you attempt to pick your way through, the, through the, the, the darkness and the shadow, and you, you feel like your foot got caught in something. Uh, do you speak infernal? Nope. You hear a guttural... Um, sound passing you almost like a whispers but the vines don't seem to be wanting to entangle you anymore and that brings us to rain <clears throat> you um, see zant has fallen in amongst the vines but they appear to be separating if not around him mm -hmm. they don't appear to be flowing over him or bothering him mm -hmm. um as the headless horseman has raised its hand and is pointing at darby mm. and you you saw Oriel head off down the corridor to jumps, jumps, jumps. What are you going to do? Uh, Rain is going to... <laughs> it's going to get stupid. I <laughs> <But laughs> don't even know if it's possible. And you edit this out. But can she jump onto uh, Zan's back? Because he's on the floor. I mean, you could jump from the staircase and oh, attempt to land... On your knees because he is on the like lying flat on the floor. <laughs> no, no, so, okay. So you would straddle him. So she runs. Yes, okay. then jumping on his arm. I'm not sure what you want to do. Let me clarify. She's <laughs> gonna run down to the stairs to the closest point where the 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 black shadows are coming up, right? Okay, good. Okay, let me explain. So you want to surf Zand? Well, yeah. Well, I want to jump onto Zand so that she can have. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't cut this out. I want to jump onto Zant with my javelin so that I can melee attack the horse next to him because he's close. But I don't want to be in the shadows 
and be snagged so in the shadows. So you're going to make stepping stone. Step oh, on set. <laughs> it's not nice when you put this. You're st- <laughs> going to stand on Zand. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm allowed. Okay. <laughs> and I can say you can do that in the moves. In the moves, they haven't gotten high up enough the stairs that you'd have to make like a giant leap. Okay. You can you can leap onto Zand as you sail past your own axe, which is lying on the floor. <laughs> and you... <laughs> As you as you leap towards um, uh, landing on Zan's back, the 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 lantern lights that you pass do flicker in the wind, and one goes out, and the vines stop moving. Of that one, mm-hmm. and you land on Zant and then make your attack if you're going to try and attack the horse. I. Excuse me. Also I, take two points of damage. How much does she weigh? <laughs> <laughs> I got you, I got you. How much does she weigh? <laughs> how much do I weigh? I don't think you put that in. A real gentleman no, I never I just, asks. I, just, I, just, I think I did. I'm um, asking. <laughs> no, you're back there. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't put that in. Uh-huh. She's a dwarf and but she I is wearing dwarf. full armor. So yeah. take two points of damage. Like real damage or the other damage? Uh, it's only psychic oh, okay. damage. It's only as, damage. As you feel something land on your back and almost push your face into the fleshy tendrils. Oh. As they like flop past you and slither past you. Um, okay. Um, so it won't be a javelin because I don't, I think I, it's. Was it, was you did pull the javelin out the I did door. Pull the, okay. You didn't pack your javelin away and you pulled out your axe. So you do still have okay. a javelin. Sorry. Okay, so I'm going to use my, holding my javelin, I'm going to use Searing Smite again to jam it into the horse. To jam it into the horse. Mm-hmm. Roll to attack. Sorry, quick out of game question. Do I, put, do I add my javelin plus my... Searing Smite. Okay, so that's nine. Twelve. As you aim your uh, roll a percentile for me. This guy. Uh, so it's the two tens. So the yeah. These guys. <clears throat> is is that nine or ninety? Ninety. Ninety. No, sorry, that's nine. That's nine. I was just playing all nine. Yeah, nine percent. <laughs> oh, is that what that <laughs> means? Yeah. Nine percent. As you aim for um the the horse and you're putting quite a lot of your own religious fervor behind it you feel almost like when as you were aiming the headless horseman waved his hands and redirected your javelin and as he redirected it you looked into his eyes and within the flames you felt something for a moment almost like your your god was communicating with you through the flames and it's it gave you this feeling of um it was allow your god was saying to you that you should go against its tradition for this moment within the flames and as your javelin um just glances off the skeleton oriel you head down the corridor there's two doors did she see which one? Gems, gems, gems. He just disappeared. He just disappeared. Uh, how far away is she from everyone else? Um, probably you'd have to go 15 foot back down the corridor, then the staircase 15 feet, so at least one move around. And how many shadows are around her? Well, there's, there's shadows wherever the sconces don't 
uh, light. So on the edges of the corridor and mm-hmm. under the doorways of the two rooms. She's uh, going to roll perception the... for me. Uh, 12. You think you hear a dripping. From which door? From the uh, tailor's room. Okay, she's going to try and open that door. The door creaks open. <coughs> and are you stepping inside? Mm-hmm. As you step inside, um, the room is, is relatively well lit, but it has none of the furniture that was in the room before. before. Instead, in the center of the room is a, is a sunken pit, um, and around it is uh, the walls of the room. And on each wall is a painting. Uh, she wants to inspect the paintings. Uh, do you inspect the one closest to you? The one on the left. So as you look at the, the one on the left, it's uh, filled with a grime. So it's very, it's quite hard to see what, what's behind it. Can she try wipe? Or? Um, as, you, as you wipe it... Um, you you see what could be a, a a field landscape, and that okay. brings it to Dobby. So you see Rain standing on sand, looking <laughs> deeply into the jack o' lantern's eyes. Zant's the you you think the top of his crown is like frowning into like <laughs> that's really gross, like is scrunching maybe you don't know. So Darby is going to walk down the stairs, but like at a, not a really fast pace, but like at a not walking pace. Okay. So almost brisk, but not yes, brisk. Yes, yes. Medium fast. Um, <laughs> and he's going to start casting Ray of Frost towards the horse and the face. Alright, roll for but it. But he's going to do like one after the other, so it's not just going to be one and... Okay, I'll let you do two attacks. Okay. This round. 19. Okay, and then roll your second attack for me. 16. As you start shooting Ray of Frost, <clears throat> you shoot two bolts, which... Uh, roll your damage for me. Oh shit, what is... This? Five. So, five... And again. Okay. Okay, so 11. Yeah. Um, as you shoot uh, the two ray of frosts, they sear past the, the um, vines in two arcs towards the horse, and they sear across the flanks of the horse. And as it passed them and the light passed, the vines split, separating in that pathway. And the horse reared and moved slightly back, so it's almost at the end at this point. And where Zantalarian is lying, there are no longer any vines. And just saved his life again. Zant. <laughs> they weren't really touching him. There's something on top of you. Okay. <laughs> I am going to start panicking um, to try and get the thing off me. Which you cannot see what it is. That exactly. <laughs> sounds fair. Yes. You can still smell blood and death. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, roll grappling. 
sorry, not grappling. Roll. Strength. 16. Are you going to jump off or are you going to fight? <laughs> Just fucking his hand. Uh, fight Bucking's hand. I'm. I'm gonna. <laughs> he is Bucking. <laughs> I said Bucking's hand. Did I say it wrong? No, you said it right. You said it right. Okay. Um, I'm gonna jump off. I'm going to jump off. Okay. So Zantalarian begins to roll around and try and shake off whatever's on top of him, which moves. What are you gonna do then? Okay, I'm going to stand up and be like, what is it, what is it, what is it? <laughs> and, be like, and try and shake off whatever's yeah. on time. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm sorry. Rain. Um, Rain is going to lay some hands on Zant. Okay, it was me, but let me just help you. She's going to lay some ha- hands on Zant to restore the two points that she took from him. <laughs> Uh, as you do so, you you begin to channel healing energy into into Zan, but you realize that what what's wrong is psychological. Oh, so I can't fix the mind. So you can't fix it. Okay, then I take my lay on hands back. I'm sorry, it was me. I was trying to get to the horse. <laughs> why, why why are you touching me? <laughs> and then uh, Dobby, you're you're looking down, and behind the the horse. Almost in the dark, but in that shaft of the blood moon, you see a, a, a figure that looks almost craggy and almost like it's made out of rock. Um, and it appears to have three legs and you're unsure what the top half looks like as it... Uh, yeah, then I said... Um... Wait, this isn't where I... Hmm. As, as it appears to be moving its feet as if it's looking around hmm. and then disappears. Sorry, can this be cut out? You sound like Barry White. It's <laughs> 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 like a bad imitation of Barry White. Okay. Uh, there I go. Okay. <laughs> it's like, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, Oriole. Oh, damn. So uh, you, you, you see the field painting? Mm-hmm. She, she wants to look down the pit. Like she wants to drop anything that's around the room down the pit to see how deep it goes. Um, what are you going to drop? Is there a table somewhere? There's no furniture. There's, there's no nothing furniture. other than the pit and the frames. She really wants to throw a frame into the pit. Do it. Yeah, she'll throw a frame into the pit. Which one? The field one that she just looked at. Uh, as you try to take it off the wall, it appears stuck. Okay. Then uh, she's going to run to the next door then. You're going to leave the room? Yeah. All right. You're going to open the next room? Y- yeah. As you open it, it's also empty. Nothing. Nothing. Not even a window. It's It's a... And then she just shouts, seriously, seriously, and then slams the door closed. You do so. Are you slamming the door closed with you in the room? Yeah, she's going to have a temper tantrum in the room. The lights go out. Oh, fuck. I mean, oh, (laughs) fuck. And that brings it to Darby. 
no one else saw that. No one else saw that. Not even not even the the horse and the the jack o' lantern whose arm is still raised towards you. The the vines and the pumpkins seem to be trying to circle around you as they are skipping the paths that you made in 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 the room with the, your ray of frost, but they are circling around you. Um, Darby's gonna put his hand on one of the vines and then cast shocking grasp or put his hand on the floor because in the shadow yeah where he can see the vines all right roll it yeah it's a 10 (laughs) as you you place your hand once more into the shadow you feel that familiar feeling of the tendrils as they start to wrap around your hands and then the the skeleton who on his horse had moved back turns his hand around and almost starts to make it a come hither motion towards the vines around you almost as if gesturing the vines to bring you to them to him and that brings it to Santalarian okay I'm going to pull out one of my daggers Mm -hmm. and point it at rain and be like don't touch me. I don't know what you dwarven women want, but don't touch me. And he's going to start backing, like, outside. Outside where? Outside, like, because I was at the bottom of the landing. You right? were at the bottom of the landing. Yeah, so out, out the, to try and get out the, the So the back end, towards out of the, end. the horse and the... No, aren't they on the stairs? No, mm-hmm. she, no. she he Sorry. ran back when the ray of frost. Oh. So he's moved to, so the horse's back end would be outside the door. Okay, then I'm going to back the other way. So up the, the stairs. Yes. All right. Um, you you managed to do so? Are you going slowly? Um. Yes, in a rather nervous fashion, which is not sexy. So you managed to navigate this. <laughs> you managed to navigate the stairs in a very unsexy way, but you managed to navigate them, and you're probably about three quarters of the way up. Rain. Okay. Uh, uh, out of game question to uh, the players, uh, the sorcerers, or the the students, the alumni of Biuk. Do <laughs> any of you have like any like wind magic? Oh, if only I did. Besides Thunderwave. Out of game quiz. Yeah. Mm-mm. Okay. Um, all right. Mm. Just blow yeah. out all no, the no. candles. Do you, is that a yay, yay or a nay? No, it's a nay. It's a nay. Okay. So um, because she rained, did she notice when she was jumping onto Zan's back that when she jumped past and the wind blew, like one of the pumpkins like died? But it was a very small pumpkin. A very small pumpkin. Mm. Baby pumpkin. Okay. And the, the horse is still on the... It's like half in, half yeah, out. half in, half out. And it looks like the vines are wrapping quite rapidly around Darby. Mm. Uh, is there a door near Darby? No. Okay. So Rain is going to try something. She's going to grab hold of the... Oh, wait. The handle... Of the door, sorry, very specific. Is it, does it open in, as in into the room, or out? The door is open out towards the porch. Damn. Um, sorry, let me see. Darby. Mm-hmm. Start blowing. <laughs> <laughs> just whatever's touching you, start blowing. <laughs> what kind of, just remember, <laughs> like, Darby's <as> gay. <laughs> 
cut that out. I apologize to all our listeners. Um, no, no. I mean, I mean, if 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 you start making some kind of wind, they seem to go out. So try like almost as if you don't blowing birthday candles. <gasps> and okay, okay. <laughs> that brings it to Oriole. You are in a pitch black room, and you can hear slithering again. But there's no pinpricks of light in the room. She's thoroughly freaked out now. Uh, she's going to yell at Vladislav. Dad. Okay. She's going to call upon her god. Yes. Uh, that he best bring some light into this room. Otherwise, she's not going to be able to help her friends. And okay. she really wants to help them. Roll a percentile for me. Oh, uh, four. <laughs> I thought that was a hundred for a second. Is it a four? <laughs> it's a four. At four, you you start to see a light almost appearing in the middle of the the wall from this room to the next room with the pit, and standing there is a is a figure with three trunk like sized um, legs that look like they're made out of craggy molten rock, mm-hmm. which culminate in a a wide uh, trunk-like body which lead to a an opening more as well as um you're not sure because it, it does appear to be flickering through the wall through the wall from the other room no it's almost as if the the being appeared in the, the wall, wall. Oh, okay and appears to be moving towards the other room, but is casting light. Okay. As it does so. Can you Oriel, can Oriel say something? Well, you can. Jums, 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 jums. Does it get his attention? <laughs> Doesn't. Well, then the the creature kind of turns to you looking very, well, I don't know if you can tell if it looks surprised, but it's like <laughs> physically goes, hmm? It's, well... Are yeah. the gems? Yeah. You are much bigger than the other ones. What other ones? Where are the gems? In my pocket. Gems, gems, gems. Roll, de- do you have gems in your pocket? <laughs> I have gold. <laughs> Roll deception. Okay. Uh, with At the disadvantage. No. Well, I still have to roll two then. <clears throat> Tristan, roll inside for me. I need dice. Sixteen. Totally unprofessional sound engineer. Awesome. Totally unprofessional. Sixteen. <laughs> Two. <laughs> I mean, it does seem legitimate that she has gems, 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 gems. He sort of shuffles, wiggles. Uh, you sense that the the room would go dark if you stepped into it, which, I mean, you have no light source, so you wouldn't want to step into the room. Mm. Um, They're usually not gems here. But she does have gems. You do believe she has gems. Gems, 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 gems. He looks undecided. The the being is f- still flickering in mm. in the wall space. You can see behind him, and that's what's giving you the light source into the okay. room. And that's also what's making it hard to see because the light is coming from behind him. Okay. Uh, Oreo goes, I, I, I'll come to you. 
fine. Do I have to go into the other room? With the hole? I cannot. It's not the same for me. I'll meet you at the room with the hole. Fine. Okay, she exits to go to, back to the other room. Or tries. Um, as you open the door, you can open the door. Mm-hmm. And you walk around. Uh, the figure has disappeared. <sighs> However, you are back in the room with the hole. Uh, okay. That brings us to Dobby. You are getting pulled into the shade. You can almost feel as if the material that you're wearing is constricting around you, so it's getting tighter, but almost like it's only getting tighter in the parts that are facing the shadow, like almost as if the material is trying to pull you back. So Bubbles is trying to help me. Start blowing. What do you do? Um, so Darby is going to um, cast Acid Splash. Cool. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Twin, unnatural 20. You cast, are you casting it into the vines? Yes. Okay. You, you cast it with your, your free hand. And it starts to sink into the floor and starts to burn away the the pumpkins and the vines it touches. The, all the vines start to retreat from that area and they start to loosen their grip on you. They're still um, surrounding your arm though, but the grip is loose. However, wherever your acid hit a pumpkin, the pumpkin didn't move. It, it remained where it was. It just now has extra... Um, Pockets in its in what you could guess was its face. So now instead of having uh, two eye holes with flickering in, it's got two eye holes and some pox on it. And that brings it to Zantelarian. You are three quarters of the way up the stairs. I'm going to keep going up the stairs uh, because um, right now I'm not feeling very much myself. And uh, yeah, I need to find Oriole. As you do so, you see Oriole leaving. One room and entering the next room. I'm going to follow her. You manage to get there and you open the door and you walk into the room. You walk into the room. Sand! You're alive. Uh, Oriel, I'm not feeling so great. Um, there's something I, I don't know. Uh, can, can you just, just make sure rain doesn't touch me again like okay. ever? Okay, okay. <gasps> I'll do that. I'll protect you, cousin. Are you going to do anything else in the room at this moment? I'm going to stand behind Oriel. <gasps> you do so. Rain, that brings it to you. The The horseman uh, was making the come hither motion, uh, but as soon as Darby cast Acid Splash, the come hither turned into a fist. And if if the eye, um, eye holes in the jack-o'-lantern could appear to have um, almost scrunched up, mm-hmm. they have done so. Okay. Um, so I can see the eye holes. Of the of the horseman, yes. Okay, and where in relation to Rain, where are they? So the horseman is on top of the horse, so mm-hmm. he's just inside the doorway. So his head is probably, well, the jack-o'-lantern is probably at the top of the doorway, so he'd have to duck to exit out. Because the back of the oh, horse Oh, he'd have is, to duck to exit out. Yeah, I'd have to, like, duck in reverse. Uh, okay, uh, so Rain. Okay. Um, public service announcement. 
No harm was done to real horses. <laughs> but okay, so Rain's gonna take her jazz her javelin and she's gonna not looking at you because even if it is an undead horse, she would still be mad. Okay. So uh Rain's gonna take her javelin uh using Searing Smite it again. Mm-hmm. She is going to now try jam it from the bottom basically like the belly of the horse and straight up to where the guy's sitting you'd have to go that makes sense. you'd have to move closer to there yes um you managed to get there roll to attack and roll your percent on these <laughs> 16 plus 6 16 22 thank you uh, <laughs> <laughs> um 83% you aim your javelin roll damage you almost brace the the javelin against your, yourself as you push it up into what would be the belly of of the horse mm-hmm. and it it strikes true and as you the the belief of your faith um, spreads from your hand into your javelin it lights up the horse from within within and you can see against the skeletal and the shadowy um like uh outline that inside it is filled with maggots on the edges of the of the skeleton and it does appear to have struck in the in the spinal column Mm -hmm. of the horse but you're striking bone so Mm. i'm sure okay the the horseman looks down at you and can Dobby can you roll me an arcana check please 11 you get the feeling that um so you hear a sound from come a guttural sound coming from all the pumpkins on the floor and as one you get the understanding mm-hmm. that um they're saying, we had thought it to be easier. And the horseman starts retreating and your javelin comes free from underneath the horse's cage. And the horseman ducks from under the, the doorway and raises his head off and starts to exit out the out the room as all the vines and the pumpkins begin to siphon out the room. And you see, Rain, that behind the horseman, the moon almost looks like it's almost completely set. Mm-hmm. Doesn't the moon uh, set? Moon set. Moon set. Moon set. Like sunset, but with a moon. Yes, because the, there's no sun, but there's definitely a moon setting. Okay. All right, as, as the horseman and his vines start to retreat and um, normal shadows from the sconces begin to appear in the, in the bottom floor. What are you doing, Aurel? Uh, she wants to look at the other paintings while protecting Zantelarian. Also, you, she's shouting, James. Um, as you do so, you, you can hear a dripping still. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next painting you go to also is covered with grime. Okay. Um, she's also going to try and, and as wipe you, to get an image. 
as you wipe it away, uh, what you could see, you could see it, it looks like a, a, a river, a river image. So a river and a field. Is there a third painting? There's four in the room. Okay. One on each wall. Would she be able to look at them all or no? Yeah. Okay, she wants to look at all the paintings. Zantelarian, are you doing anything? Shuffling behind Oriel. Okay. It's having me luck. You can hear quite distinctly a drip coming from the pit. And also a roll perception for me, Zant. And Oriel? 16. Ten. As you, Zantelarian, hear within the dripping, you hear quite clearly a, a grumbly voice saying... This is so annoying. It keeps happening. And that brings us to Dobby. What are you doing? The vines are starting to totally uh, retreat. And as the light is coming up within the room. Rain, Rain is the only other person in the room, hey? Yeah, Rain's the only other person in the room. And the horseman is exiting, holding his head in his hands. And the smell of uh, death and decay is, is retreating as well. Rain, I think we're safe. Where's Oriole and Zand? Zand ran upstairs, I think. Okay, we need to go find them and get the hell out of here. Are you guys going to run upstairs? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you managed to do so. And as you reach the top of the stairs, the door slams shut. And you hear the sound of a horse... Uh, horse hooves moving away and you can faintly hear the sound of as it knocks on another door to a different house mm. and then what do you guys do so you're at the top of the landing mm-hmm. um then we start open well i start opening doors because we don't know where they Which are one? the first one on the on my right hand side well so on that on the right would be the owner's room and the tailor's room mm-hmm. so which one oh, the the first one which is the first first one of the they're both the, uh, together they're side by side okay so. so the the not the tailor's room the owner's room the owner's room you open it there is just a blank empty room nope yeah, <laughs> Darby does the same. He goes to the opposite side and then... You see uh, Zant huddled up behind um, Oriole looking into the pit. And you see the room has none of the furniture that was in it before. And just has a pit and four paintings on the walls. Rain, they're in here. Okay, rain goes right. to the other room. You are now totally out of initiative. What are you guys doing? You can all hear quite vividly a dripping coming from the pit. Okay. Since I'm staying behind Oriel, I'm going to grab her around the waist and be like, <laughs> Darby said rain. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll protect you, I'll protect you. Oh, come on, Zan. Guys, there's a dripping. It's coming from the pit. And there's a cool thing that keeps saying, Jerms, 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 Jerms. And she likes looking around to see like, if it's calling the creature. He sounded annoyed. The two of you, um, as you enter, you see there are two paintings that have like a, a, a handprint that has wiped away some grime. Uh, you can't see what the, the picture is, but you can see there's pictures on the wall. What are these pictures? Well, one's of a field and one's of a river, and I didn't get to see the last two before you bought it. A field and a river? Yeah. Darby mm. goes to the other painting and... And wipes it? Yeah. 
And as you wipe it, you see that uh, that painting has a picture of a windmill. Okay. So, since you're behind me, why don't you go to the other painting? It's far away from rain. Okay, so Zantelarian moves backwards towards the other painting, but he did not let go of Oriel, so he's bringing her with him. <laughs> so he's reversing him. towards yes. the painting, holding Oriel <laughs> yes. like, a, like a train. Yes. Okay. Yes. And then when he gets there, um, he grabs Oriel's whatever piece of her clothes to wipe the... <laughs> you, you wipe it, and what do you do? And then look at the painting. Uh, please roll wisdom for me. 16. You wipe the painting and for a second you, you think you see uh, flames in where your eyes should be. Mm. But then you look and you see, oh no, it's actually just a, a, a picture of two campfires. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, that was a bad idea. And um... the tavern is eerily quiet. There's not a sound aside from the dripping. Oriel's going to Oriel's going to um, she's going to go to the pit with Zantelarian attached behind her and she's going to take out a gold coin and she's going to drop it. As you throw it into the pit, the dripping stops and it starts to descend and you can't even hear the sound of um, motion that mm -hmm. a, a coin would make. So there's no, mm -hmm. there's just silence. And when it finally lands in what you assume is some water. So it goes like, bloop. And mm -hmm. um, Darby goes over to But an eerie the... bloop, not uh. a bloop. <laughs> like eerie bloop. <laughs> Such an eerie bloop. Yeah. <laughs> um, Darby goes over to the pit as well. And then he casts a firebolt into the pit. As you cast a firebolt, it, it goes down the pit and lights the darkness where you can see the dripping stops. It started up again once the coin landed. It stops once um, the fireball goes down. And you see a figure crouched at the bottom of the pit. And it raises its head to you, and it, it appears to be a female with uh, hair covering their face, and they, and they look wet, but the water's only probably up to their, their ankles, knees, and they are reaching their hands out towards you. Guys, there's someone down there. Can you see? I think so. I is, think so. Is it good or evil? Um, oh, I can I divine sense that. You sense that there's like a feeling of just general darkness throughout, like everywhere. Mm -hmm. And the, the figure feels covered in darkness, but doesn't feel evil. Okay. Um, I, she, she seems all right. Everybody roll perception for me. Eleven. Nineteen. Twelve. Okay, so everyone who is looking at the well, um, 
starts to see tendrils of hair touching the edges of the well. And it almost looks like it's um, trying to find a purchase on the edge of, of the well. Oh, no. Guys, I've got a bad feeling about this one. Yeah. Really? What kind of feeling did you get about the, the dripping rest of it? stopped. Her hair is moving, Darby. That's never good. Do you need help down there? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You hear the dripping again. She doesn't know what to do. The hair is starting to... Um, it's no longer reaching for a purchase. It is now almost pushing down. So you would imagine something is coming up. Guys, I think we should huddle. <laughs> Just don't go near Zantillary and Rain. I'm watching you. Okay. Okay. I take one of my daggers and throw it. Where? And <laughs> the thing that's coming up. <laughs> I'm just like... Um, as you take out your dagger, uh, roll to attack. 15. As you take out your dagger, you uh, throw it and it, it chops some of the hair and the dripping stops. And then begins to continue. So you've you've cut off one of the the handholds. Um, uh, rain shouts into the pit. Um, drip twice if you're coming up. <laughs> um, roll insight. Sixteen. The dripping does seem to have two definite singular drops. And knowing that it's cloaked in darkness but feels essentially good, you think it's okay? Okay. Um, Oreo. Yes. Uh, don't you have... I would know. Wait. Uh, magic people. Mm -hmm. Do any of you have that language? Um, I do. Oreo. Don't you want to cast it and see? Because she dripped twice, so that just might be the way that that thing knows how to speak. Okay. Do you mean to kill us? Just checking. Are you... She casts the cover in languages <laughs> and then speaks it. Uh, I mean, I'll give you advantage on insight. It's not a language. <laughs> Isn't it? It's, it's more feeling that you get, you know, when you hear the sound of... Blooping drops. I yeah, <laughs> thirteen. Thirteen. Um, the 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 tone of the the drops hitting the ground sound softer. Mm -hmm. So I mean, okay, then she's going to grab a hair tendril and help pull up. You're going to pull. Okay, cool. Pull the hair. <laughs> All right, but um, like in a helping motion, not in like a pull the hair motion. Um. As you do so, the, 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 the female comes up and stand, and are you going to put her next to the pit? Yeah. Um, she stands there, dripping, her hair reaches the floor, and, but she is the size of about a gnome. Okay. She's gnome height, and she holds out her hand, which has a pool of um, water in it. 
and she's holding it out towards all of you. What do you do? Can I just push her back in the way? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, are you really gonna push her back? No, <laughs> but I really wanna. Uh, oral will mimic. I mean, you can if you want to. Oral will mimic the the hand movement. Okay. <laughs> Without any water, I don't know. Mm. She's just trying to communicate. Okay. Um, the the figure moves the hair aside from her face. And you can see it's a, you can see it's a gnome, but it's a very it's darker gnome than you've ever seen before. So the skin is very dark. Mm-hmm. And she's gonna look into her hand, and then she's gonna hold it out towards all of you. Can and she's gonna shake her head like uh, nodding towards you. Yes. Um, Oriel looks at it. Rain. You can roll insight, and or depends what you want to do. Sand. Rain. I'm oh, sorry. <sighs> You said she's a gnome, right? She is a gnome. Xantanarian is going to say, do you know Pia? As you say that, she um, removes the hair from her face again and the dripping stops and she looks at you quizzically and and appears to be searching her memory. Um, What do you guys do? Rain takes out an empty, uh, one of her empty flasks mm-hmm. and unscrews it and holds it towards the hand with the water in it. Uh, she pulls her hand towards herself and she shakes off the, the searching her memory and she looks into her hand and she holds it out again to you and nods yes. Okay, so well, put it in there. Put she pulls the- her hand back towards herself, or looks one- into her hand Holds it out towards you and nods yes. Aura wants to look into the hand with the water. As you look into the hand, you um, you see a reflection of yourself sleeping mm-hmm. as you fell asleep in the chair of the tavern. And you see her looking into it. She's not covered in water as she is now. Mm-hmm. She, she appears to be in a, in a dark cabin mm-hmm. sleeping. And when you raise your head and you look at the others, they roll perception for me. Advantage? Yeah, advantage because you want to sleep after everybody else. Uh, 13. Uh, you, see, you see them standing there, but um, you can also feel that this isn't where they're supposed to be. And then she nods her head at the others in the group. Mm-hmm. And looks at her hand and looks at them. Okay, I look into her hand. As you look into her hand, you see the image of your your body sleeping. And you see her also in the cavern. Roll perception for me. 20. And when you raise your head, you see the you see the others standing in the room, but you have an intense feeling that this is not where they're supposed to be. She nods her head at Rain and Darby. Rain looks into the water. You see uh, yourself sleeping. And then you see her in the cabin. And roll perception for me. 14. You see the others uh, where they are standing now, but you feel this is not exactly where they should be. Darby? Darby also looks. You look into her hand, you see your sleeping form, and you see her sleeping in a cabin. Roll perception for me. 
and you see the others um, standing as they are in the room, but not where you feel this is intensely wrong where they're supposed to be. And as you all look up, roll, uh, roll wisdom saving throws for me, please. Fifteen. Ten. Three. Twenty-one. Rain, you start to feel extremely tired and you begin to fall asleep. And as you fall asleep, the other three of you also start to feel that lethargy taking you. But just before it takes you, you look into each other's eyes and see, instead of seeing the eyes of your compatriots, you see gouged out holes with the slight flicker in the back, as you hear in the background the voice saying, Rocks, 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 rocks. And that brings us to the end of our special Halloween episode. I hope you really, really enjoyed it, and please stay tuned for future episodes, because even though it was a one-shot set for Halloween, there could be some useful information, some exciting information in that. I just want to say thank you to you all for listening. And please remember, if you enjoyed it, to rate and review us on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. And share us with your friends, family, foes. And, uh, you know, it's a nice trick-or-treat gift, I think, <laughs> is this Halloween episode. So share it with all your friends, family, foes, and um, fools. There we go. I thought of a new one. Yay! A big thank you to... Um, Tristan, who is our awesome sound engineer and the awesome gems, gems, gems voice, as well as to Vid Govac, who made the amazing soundtrack for this episode and for every other episode, basically. Uh, please remember, if you'd like to chat to us on the socials, you can chat to us at dumdumdie, spelled D-U-M-D-U-M-D-I-E, or you can email us at dumdumdiepod at gmail.com. Also, I want to say thank you to the DMs and GMs group on Facebook for giving me the stats for the yokai which is actually from Pathfinder, but I zhuzhed it a little bit. And also a big thank you to D&D Next on Reddit for the Headless Horseman stats. So, as always, have a most amazing time role-playing, and thanks for listening. Happy Halloween! I do have it. As you take this moment to recall. <laughs> no, I don't. Can we get a sponsor for spell cards? <laughs> and this is a shout out to anyone who would love to sponsor us spell cards we would love 1D8. spell cards and we will always refer to you as our sponsor of the University of Ba'uk please we welcome all sponsors to the University of Ba'uk we have two very um, prestigious alumni around the table that would be Darby and Oriel let them show off the pride that you create in spell cards <laughs>